Welcome to the Cat Builder Talks Radio Show with your host, small business expert, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Join us every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business in our community today, helping you build the capacity to change your life, helping you to walk in your purpose. Cat Builder Network expands even more. You know, we're on the LNB Network three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 1 p.m. And now I'm a featured columnist with the online version of the Atlanta Business Journal. So please contact me if you have a message you want people to hear, you got a story that needs to be told, whether or not I tell it or you tell it, I can show you how. Just get with me. You can reach me at, you can go to my website, markparham.com, or go to meetwithmarkspellwithac.com and schedule a, a call with me. Today's show topic is how to live your dreams. You know, today, the term living your dreams is a widely used saying. You know, some people have built their entire platforms around this saying. There are webinars and conferences just about this topic. But what does it really mean? When we say living the dream, you know, living our dream, for the purpose of today's show, we're going to define living your dream as walking the path that is purposed for you, regardless of the trials and tribulations that occur. Walking the path that is purposed for you, regardless of the people around you that don't understand your path or your purpose. Walking the path that's purposed for you, regardless of the people that you may ask for help and them actually helping you. Sometimes just putting it out there in the universe means that you'll get help from someone else, but sometimes it hurts us when we don't get help from those that we asked for. With that said, on today's show, we're going to discuss how to live your dream with Simone Blair Walker. She's an author, speaker, business owner. She's the author of the book, How Can I Win? We're going to discuss her life and her strategy for living and sharing with others how to live a fulfilled life. In other words, how to win. Okay? So today I promise you're going to get answers to the questions that you need on how to live that fulfilled life. Because it's important. You know, so many things are going on right now. We feel lost. We feel like we're not going to make it. We feel alone. We feel beat down. But we're going to talk about how to win today. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to take a short break, and I'm going to come back with my Cat Builder Minute on lessons you learn or regret forever. You know, these are things that you got to either put away or you regret that they ever happened. 
After I do that, I'm going to come back and start this conversation on how to live your dream. All this today on the Cat Miller Talk Radio Show. I'll be right back. party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. The average time a resume spends on an HR manager's desk is seven seconds, and most of them are tossed aside. Now imagine if one of those resumes belonged to Yasmin, who was... Living in a shelter, juggling three jobs. I had to be resilient. That's something that you can't teach. We rely so much on a resume, yet it could never tell the full story of someone who... Had to be independent and take initiative, and that's how I handle every project I get. Discover new ways to develop great talent at gradsoflife.org. Brought to you by Grads of Life and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people, talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. I'm a Cat Builder Minute tonight. I'm going to talk about lessons you learn or regret forever. You know, sticking your neck out. I found this great article written by Travis Bradbury. You know, he talks about sticking your neck out and taking charge of your career. It's, it's not easy. You know, whether it's switching careers or starting a business, it takes a lot of guts. But guts will only get you so far. You know, once you build up the nerve to make the leap, you're no more than 5% of the way there. You still have to succeed. You have to work hard. You got to overcome your fears. But you got to do this with a plan. You need guidance. So I'm going to talk about a few things that you need to go over here that are very, very important. Number one is confidence must come first. You have to exude confidence. You have to believe in yourself. It isn't their success that makes them confident. The confidence is there first. It takes confidence to reach for new challenges. You know, people that are fearful or insecure tend to stay within their own comfort zones. And comfort zones don't expand on their own. That's why people who lack confidence get stuck in dead-end jobs and let valuable opportunities pass them by. Confidence is a crucial building block. You need to embrace it fully. It will take you places you never thought possible. Number two, you got to take ownership. You are living the life that you created. You're going to find out about that tonight. You are not a victim of circumstance. No one can force you to make decisions and take actions that run contrary to your values and aspirations. Yes, things are going to happen. But you're the one that makes decisions on how you deal with them. You create your opportunities. So your future is entirely up to you. 
If you're feeling stuck, it's probably because you're afraid to take those risks. But when it's time to take action, remember, it's always better to be at the bottom of the ladder you want to climb than at the top of one you don't. This is what I have to talk about a lot. Being busy does not equal being productive. A lot of us feel like, I'm so busy. I'm going from meeting to meeting and sending off emails. But how many of them are really producing, really succeeding at a high level? Success doesn't come from moving activity and activity. It comes from focus, from ensuring that your time is used efficiently and productively. You get the same number of hours as a day as everyone else. Use yours widely. You're the product of your output, not your effort. Make sure your efforts mean something. This is a big one, too. You're only as good as those you associate with. You know, this is a hard one. A lot of times we're on our journey. We find that we need to let people go. Because they're not adding to our success. So, But I want you to think about it. You should strive to surround yourself with people who inspire you. People who want to make you better. And what about those that drag you down? Why do you allow them to be a part of your life? Squash your negative talk. You're not always going to have a cheerleader. It would be nice. But... Sometimes if you're not your own cheerleader, you let that self-doubt come in and build up too much. You know, avoid asking what if. You know, what if statements throw fuel on the fire of stress and worry. What if this? What if that? You got to lose it. Get some exercise and get some sleep. Sleep is so important. I make sure I get my eight hours. It's important. If you don't get enough sleep, Toxic proteins remain in your brain cells wreaking havoc by impairing your ability to think and you need that thought. Seek out, this is so important. I got one more after this and then I'm done for the evening. Seek out small victories. Not everything has to be a big win. Small victories can seem unimportant when you really have to do something big, but small victories build new strength. And that's why we go a play at a time on a football field, five, ten yards at a time. Small victories add up to big victories. And this last one, I'm going to leave you with this. Don't say yes unless you really, really want to. You got that? I'm going to say that one again. Don't say yes unless you really, really, really want to. It's important. Because you'll find yourself doing things that you have no business doing. So I tell you what, I'm going to go to break. And when I come back, we're going to start this conversation out about how to win. I got a young lady that's excited to come on the show. I'm excited to talk to her. I got her book right handy right here so we can quote from it and write from it. How can I win? Unlocking the blueprint to personal success to the lone Blair Walker. I'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Mark Parry. I'm on the Cap Builder Talk radio show. We'll be back in a moment.
You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. We want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. Cat Builder Radio Network. Welcome back to the Cat Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business and our community today. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. You know, before I start this conversation, you know, a lot of times you you meet people that say they got a story. You know, everybody has a story, but in case you 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 hear a story that's just so sounding and so informative that it just touches you and it makes you feel like if they can fly, you can fly. Okay, and so tonight. I have on my show somebody. I know she's out there excited to get to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this I am. Blair <laughs> you know, I'm going to read a little bio on you real quick. You know, mm-hmm. with 25 years in the beauty and fashion industry, she's done it all, beginning as a hair braider and then stylist, modeling, eventually becoming the owner of a, m- multiple businesses. Yes. She's an entrepreneur, investor, and holds a VP position at Owl Inc. today as a mentor and consultant. I want to welcome, big welcome to the show, Miss Simone Blair Walker. Welcome to the Hello. show. Hello. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miss Simone, I tell you what, I usually have people come on. I know I don't send you any mm-hmm. questions or anything like that. But I want you to introduce right. yourself, everyone, the introduction that you want to give about yourself. Then we'll start having okay. this conversation about how to win. All right. Well, well hello, everybody. Uh, good evening. My name is Simone Blair Walker. Uh, I am a uh, motivational speaker, author, you name it. I'm a true Jamaican. You know what? Jamaican have 10 jobs, but <laughs> <well>, that's me. <laughs> So, you David, you know, uh, I've done so much in my life. And so at, at this point, it's not just about me. It's about giving back and reaching back and inspiring somebody else and let them know that 
anything is possible. It don't matter where you are, who you are, what you've been through. If you desire it, I believe you can achieve it. And it, not not to sound like it's a cliche, but it's, it is so true. It is real. It is real. But let's talk about what's going on in the world today. It just seems like right mm-hmm. now a lot of people are really stuck. I mean, I, you know, I'm speaking yes. all over the place. Yes. People are, like, lost. They don't know what. Yes. Why do you think that is? What What's going on right now that, that has this? I mean, it's not even a racial thing. It's just people, period. It cuts different countries, cultures, religions. Everybody's uh-huh. just lost. What do you think's well, going I on? I think it's, it's, it's toxic overload. It's, it's mm. toxic overload. I think it was, it's so much toxic um, thoughts in the environment, so many distractions going on, so much information floating around. It's almost like being in a candy store and you have so much and you don't know what to choose from, but the majority is is, is um, unhealthy for you. So people gotcha. have to, I believe, get to the point where they know what is nutritious to the to the mind, body, and spirit and what is toxic and what they should feed into and what they should avoid. And I think we're not in that, we're not um, exercising that discipline to know what to walk away from and what to walk towards. Well, well, it's hard because even in a candy store, you can pick up a Snickers bar and it says, "I have protein. I'm good for you." Yes, you know, you can pick yes. up, you, you can pick all these things up, and they say they're good yes. for you. I mean, I mean, where do you get the wisdom? How do you discern? How do you cut through all this noise? I mean, well, you're, I mean you're... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, I, I think, I mean, you're absolutely right. Um, you have to have a starting point. And I believe it, it starts with feeling like, okay, I'm full. I'm full. Mm-hmm. And, as, and in most of us, we have to get to that point where you've had enough and you call uncle. And, and that was me. I got to a point in my life where I recognized that what I was doing was not working. And so mm-hmm. it, it leads you to a point where you start searching. And, and searching for truth and searching for who you are and then building a strong foundation. And for me, I started out by going back to my roots, going back to my my philosophy and my foundation, my faith in God. And once you align yourself, and I'm not trying to preach to anybody, but to me that helps to filter out a lot of the garbage. <laughs> so for once you start aligning yourself with the word, then you really start filtering all the people and the, the lifestyle choices and the, and the mental distractions and the people that are distractions, and that sets you on a path where you can see much clearer. So tell me this. When you felt like your mm-hmm. life wasn't working for you, you know, people are mm-hmm. so afraid of being a failure. Did you feel like you yes. failed at life? At that point oh, when you, you finally hit the absolutely. wall? Absolutely. Well, I hit the wall a couple of times, but um, I would say fortunate for me, I I really hit the wall at an early age. And at the time, I felt that as if I was, um, why me? I, w- I was in that poor me feeling sorry for myself mode. Yeah, and, too. you know, throughout the book you, you read, and I'm referring back to the chapter when I was in the Virgin Islands, and um, I was at my, my, my worst. I was at my least in my life. My hair fell out. I looked like a, an anorexic just from the stress, and I didn't know what to do. So I was crying out to God. And then I was also trying to find my way. How how do I make it? How how do I um, uh, just find my path? And at that time, I recognized that I did not want to work 
for someone, and I didn't know mm-hmm. what to do and how to go about it. And, and, and that's where you have to start. You have to start by asking yourself some real questions, how and where. Because I do believe, like you mentioned, you know, the universe, and people say the universe, but it is God. You know, what you ask and what you seek, you'll find. It'll come to you. And I believe the answers that we seek are always in front of us, but we don't always recognize it because we've we've already decided how it should look. And then we, we get like, okay, we we want it our way, and it should be this way. And and the way that it appears sometimes requires you to step outside of your comfort zone, and most people are afraid. So fear keeps them stuck in the position where they're at, and they never move from there. So for me... I got tired of being stuck, but then I got to the point where, okay, I have to step forward because staying here, like they say, it's insane. I'm always going to drive myself crazy. So I decided just, you know, I'm going to step out on faith, and I did. And I believe that's what people should do. Get to a point where you start asking yourself some true questions. Why am I here, and how did I get here? Because if you right. don't know how you got there, then you'll find yourself back there again. And in, in history and life and our time, we seem to repeat itself. And if you don't learn from it, you'll constantly go over and over and over again. And I, I, and I recognize that. I'm like, wait a minute, why am I here again? Why am I feeling this way again? Why am I feeling like um, I'm stuck in this, in, this, in this cycle of negativity? And you mentioned earlier about um, filtering and, and, and your friends and selecting the right friends. So I had to get rid of some people in my life and, and make sure that um, those people didn't have any part in my journey moving forward. And it no, really does. Yeah, yeah, and it requires some discipline. You have to yeah, set a foundation and be disciplined and, and focus on you. It's almost like I refer to it as um, creating a garden. If you want to create a garden, you have to have an image of what that garden should look like. So, for instance, if you have a life that you want to to live, what does it look like? Well, let me let me ask you this. Like? Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Speaking of image, we have mm-hmm. our internal image, then we yes. have our external image. Now you being yes. in the model industry, walking around all beautiful and everything. Yes. What did people see versus what was going on inside? Mm, okay. Well, of course, of course, most people we don't. You, you, like they say, you see your representative. You never really see right. I was going to use that word, but I didn't yeah. see your representative. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> and some people, it's so bad. It's it's pouring out your pores. You can't hide it. You can't hide it. They see something is, is going on. It's obvious some things are going on. And for me, depending on that the chapter in my life, there were seasons where I was able to hide it, and there were seasons mm-hmm. where it was obvious. It was obvious there's something going on. And at that point, you know, um, that's sometimes people themselves don't even recognize it's going on, what's going on, that it's showing out on the outside. But um, you as an individual have to take that stance to say, wait a minute, I, I need help. I need help. Well, and I need and to you gotta, go ahead. And you got to see it. But let me ask you this. The, it seems like today with all this social media, 
You can put your representative out everywhere. You know, I see people on Facebook yeah. look like they live in large violence, you know, doing this and yeah. doing that. Yeah. But when you pull yeah. back the curtain, there's something totally different going on. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and that goes to the toxic environment that we're living in now. So you overcame a lot of this, you know, yeah. what, yeah. what gave you the you know, the internal strength to overcome these things? My faith. It was my faith in God. It was my faith, yes. It was my faith in God and my faith in myself because, I mean, many times people wait for other people to validate them, for them to Mm -hmm. feel good about themselves. And at that point, I had been beaten down so much by the people around me that I had nothing else but my faith to lean on. And and at that time, I was I regretted it. I regretted the fact that I didn't have anybody to really lean lean to. And then the ones that I did lean to, they were the ones that was drilling me down even worse. So <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean it's it, it was it's bad. And so then you carry it. Then that adds extra baggage to your life. And what I learned is that you can't even carry that either. So where you're going? If your intention is to go high, you can't take that with you. So I had to learn how to process those people as well and put them in categories and let them go, but also forgive them in that process in order for me to grow. And and when I did that, it, it, it just it freed up some space in my mind. It's almost like, um, and I refer to it in my book, like the computer, like you, after a while, after visiting so many sites, you collect so many right. cookies and right. all that. Before you know it, your computer starts running slow. But mentally, oh, right. as you go through life, these trials and these these behaviors and these lifestyles, it weighs you down and it slows you down. And so, but it's all good because I've learned that everything can be repurposed if you repurpose it in the right way and understand why it is happening to you and how you should navigate through it. And most of us, like I said earlier, you resent it. You resent what you're going through, but it's also preparing you for something that is greater to come if you approach it the right way. So for me, I learned that later. Let's talk about your book, okay? It looks like a blueprint here. But I'm putting you on the spot here, but I see that at the beginning okay. of this Jamaican patois. Do you, yes. can, you say, can you say it? You want, <laughs> you want was, to hear it? Right. Yeah, I want to hear so, it. All right, you want to hear it? All right, so I'm going to say it in the Jamaican patois. So anybody out there going to know me, I say right now. So what okay. I just said is anyone out there, if you're Jamaican, you know what I'm speaking about. So here it goes. I owe me a go win. I owe me a go win. When me done mash up already. Me a live ya in a decent life ya. Full of sin and ray ray. Only for no say that the war and the victory I live in me. Did you understand no. anything I said? Yeah, I look I read it, so I get it. <laughs> you get it. But All I, right. So for the yeah. viewers, for the viewers, the interpretation is how can I win? How can I win when I started this battle wounded? Living in a world full of sin and distractions, only to realize that the war and the victory are within. Now, Mark, the, the, the key for that is the last phrase. 
is that the, the battles that we're facing, all of these things that we hear and we see around us is internalized inside of us. But also the key to get out of that is also inside of us. So we need to work on self. And, and it's not focusing on what's going on on the outside. It's how to reshape all of this energy into something positive and exert it into the world that we live and to shape the life we live. So, so let's talk about shaping. Let's talk about your book. You know, a lot of people, mm-hmm. oh, I want to write a book, you know. So tell me what your process was. How did you come up with this book? Why this book? Why these chapters? I don't, we don't have to read the whole book or anything like that, but mm-hmm. what was your process? Mm-hmm. I want people to understand why you did this. Well, I did this for someone else coming behind me, but the process was not easy. I, it, I could tell you this book has been in my spirit for so many years to write, and I ran from it like, like Jonah. And I, in fact, initially I went and, and sought out a ghostwriter. I figured I'm a speaker, and she, and if I could find someone that, that can, is a writer, she can do it much better than I can. And what I learned was that, that um, someone could tell your story for you. So you can, someone can write about you, but they can't tell your story for you. And so this was something I realized that I had to do. So it, went, it forced me to go back inside and to find my truth and to find my voice and to recognize that it is a challenge and ask myself, why was I running from it? And the reason why I was running was because I was afraid. I was afraid that I did not have the skills and the talent to write a book that people can understand. And so it, it pushed me into another um, level in my life to search even deeper. And I said, well, Lord, if you gave this to me, then, then I should be able to do it. And so I had mm-hmm. to search even deeper again. You have to ask yourself these questions. And each time you ask your question, yourself a question, then you're going to find yourself in a place where you're going to have to find an answer, and an answer in truth. Because if you lie to yourself, you'll never find your path. And, and I went through that path, and I realized that I was doing too many things at once as well. Because I was writing in circles for years. I, was, I mean, I couldn't get it out. And I, I, was, I felt like a dog chasing my tail. And finally I realized, hey, you know what, Simone, you're doing too many things. You're running this, you're doing that, you want, and, and you're trying to write this book. I said, this book needs time for itself. And what I was doing, I was waking up at um, 3 o'clock every morning, with nothing to do. I had insomnia. And so I, in the end, I realized, I said, you know what, Lord, that must be it. I need to get up every morning at 3 mm-hmm. o'clock. So I dedicated myself to waking up every morning at 3 a.m. And I sat on my balcony and I made a commitment to myself, gave myself a deadline, which I never did before. So deadlines are very important. So because I didn't give myself a deadline before, I just kept on writing and writing. But when I gave myself a deadline, I put pressure on myself, and I made a commitment that I should have something done. And and then I said, I, st- I, st- I started out with baby steps. I said, well, you know what? I may not be able to write a book, but I could probably put together a small pamphlet together. So I'll start okay. off with that. And I created an outline, which I never did before. Okay, what is it? I asked myself, well, what is it that you're trying to say, Simone? What is the message that you're trying to, to, to give them? And I wanted to give a blueprint to success and show how I achieved my success and the obstacles, realistic obstacles that each person at times go through in truth, in my truth. 
And I created that outline. And before I knew it, everything started coming together. And instead of coming up with an, a pamphlet, I came up with a complete book. Wow. And life is that way. And life is yeah, that it way. Is. Some, it, it, it is. Sometimes when you see the big picture, it just seems so intimidating. Right. That it, it, that it, it scares you. But if you, if you look at it and if you simplify it in, as, as far as something small that is achievable and you approach that, then you realize that it becomes a lot easier when you scale it up instead of, you know, having to push yourself back down. Okay, I want to I wanna continue talking about the book, but for a minute I want to segue into you got a lot more going on than this book, hey, entrepreneur, investor. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the other stuff that you got going on in your life okay, right now okay. so people can see. I want people to understand where you started and what's happening today. Yes, yes. yes. All right, so go ahead, ask me a question. No, I want to, you got an entrepreneur, well, you're an started, investor. Okay, so well, yeah. well, let me tell you, I started out um, in in, uh, in the Virgin Islands working on in a jewelry store, and from there, that was where I, I started thinking to myself, um, I wanted to work for myself. I, at that time, uh, based on the things that were going on in my life, I realized I did not have the freedom to do the things I needed to do. And I was not one of those, I'm still not one of those people that um, that like to um, to be taken advantage of. And I felt that the situation I was in was not healthy. And so it pushed me to think about me and what would I do if I was um, independent. And I, it, it, the idea came as, as easy as, as something as simple as, working, um, braiding hair on the beach. Now, at the time, it was not simple. I started out there, and from there, I uh, I did that for years, became one of the top um, braiders in, that, in the island, first person to uh, acquire a business license. I had a contract with a major resort uh, until the hurricane uh, in 95 blew the island down, and so I came to America modeled here for a while, uh, decided to come to Jacksonville. Right now I live in St. John's. Moved to Jacksonville. Things didn't work out, uh, so uh, and that's where I ended up in the shelter. But I decided that I needed an education and a foundation. I wanted to open my own um, beauty salon, and, and but I did not want to open a salon because I did not have enough knowledge about running a business or knew much about cosmetology on a larger scale. So I figured going to school would give me that foundation and that knowledge that, which would allow me to manage other people. But before I did that, I also worked in a salon underneath someone so that I can understand the business from an employee's perspective and then allow myself to improve it from an employer's perspective. And from there, I earned enough money to you know, um, pull myself out the projects and purchase um, um, real estate. I use real estate as a leverage to mm-hmm. take me from one step to the other, which I think is very important that everyone in the community owns something, owns some form of property, because, of course, your business can take you to one level, but real estate is also a great supplemental income that can open a lot of doors or provide financial leverage that, everyday job may not be able to give you. So I uh, did that, and from there I just started making wiser investment choices, and, and today I, um, I'm a successful millionaire, I, uh, and God has 
been really, really good, but I, I wouldn't have been able to do it without applying some personal self-discipline and being focused and knowing when to hold them, knowing when to fold them, and also eliminating negative people and lifestyle choices as well. Okay, well, let's let's talk about this for on this journey here. You're you're a millionaire mm-hmm. now and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But as I read your book, you had a major setback. Okay, I'm like, talking about <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm talking about the whole fire. Okay, oh, that wow. setback. Yeah, uh, let's let's talk about. Uh, I, I just want to touch on it for a minute. I don't want you to have to get no tissue out or nothing. Yes, that's trying to bring up. Yeah. Okay, and that was tough. But, yeah. but I want you to I want you to discuss it for a minute because I think it's important okay. that from these ashes, I mean, yes. it's, it's hard enough as it is to build something, but to get it destroyed yeah. and then have to begin again. Yeah. I just want to understand what your thought process was during that time. Well, when it first occurred, um, it was it was it was really tough. Um, like I said, you know, the day before the there was a front page um, write up about me, and 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 it talked about how I've you know overcame the shelter and living my dreams and having this great salon. And the next day, everything my spine, everything burnt down, and I I hit a big wall. I hit a brick wall. It, it was something that I never foresaw coming. But, uh, and I can tell you, it really crippled me emotionally because Mia Blanchi was my baby. It, it wasn't, uh, I built a business um, from my sweat and blood, sweat and tears. I, it, I never received a loan from anyone. Everything was paid for. I had, I mean, I did it all. So I was proud of it. And, but I had to dig in again. Many times, you know, people go through life and things are going great. And everybody, you know, you always smile when things are good. But when things go bad, you don't necessarily know how to recover and you don't know why. So I found myself crying to God and asking him, why is this happening to me? And and I, I, I'm a firm believer that every disappointment is a blessing in disguise. Behind every disappointment is a blessing in disguise. But I couldn't see the blessing. I couldn't see the blessing with losing everything. Um, But also behind every disappointment or every experience is also a lesson. I had to search for that lesson, and I had to search for that blessing. And what I found from that is that deep down inside, I was ready to go and take my life to the next level. But I was also afraid again. I was afraid to step out on faith, and I was afraid to to let go of what I already know into in order to step into this new dimension. And I, it was like it was out there, but I didn't know how to do it. And so, with my prayer, in my belief, is my belief that the the fire was a, allowed me to let go of something that I wasn't able to do for myself. Mm. And and I and when and when when I when I accepted that as what it was, then I was able to free myself from the bondage of, of feeling like the victim and, and, and change my perspective into being a victor and seeing an opportunity from that. And from that, I was able to build back so much stronger than before. Wow. And it wow. allowed me 
it opened up a big, opened up a, a huge door for me. And but I would have never seen that had I not adapted that that positive way of seeing wow. it. Because I was stuck, I was stuck in the emotional world of everything. I was stuck in what wow. I lost instead of hoping, instead of opening up to what I can gain. Wow, I mean that, that's quite a story. So now you 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 reach this point now where you're doing pretty good and you're wanting to give back. So let's talk about your your journey on to helping other people. How are you yes. going about doing that? I mean, wh- well, what's your I mission? Mean, what's, what's your purpose? What's your walk? Well, well, it, my walk is um, <laughs> I'm, I'm learning as I go. <laughs> so currently, right now, I'm creating scholarships opportunities for young children. So my husband and I, we started a foundation, and we're act, actually act, um, applying funds to it right now. And the goal is to come up with ideas, and I'm looking for ideas. I'm looking for the community to turn to me, contact me, and give me ideas on how I can help. I want to, we want to seed um, businesses, individuals who are looking to open their own business but don't know how to open their business or don't understand the um the process or what's needed because uh, we don't want to just give money away. We want to educate them on how to manage and how to be disciplined with what you have because if you understand what you have, you can go Mm -hmm. a lot further. And and that is one of the things, one of the most important things I learned from being in the shelter. And I can tell you that um, I, I, I figured out how to stretch a dollar. You know, I mean, today, if you have a dollar, you think in your mind, you you think, well, a dollar can't buy much. But when you're in a situation where you have to make a dollar work, it forces you to think how to make it work instead of why it can't work. So, So I want to provide opportunities where we are educating individuals on how to make money work for them instead of working for money. So you and your husband are doing this through your nonprofit, you said? Yes, yes, through our nonprofit, what's it, December, what, December. What's the name? Okay, all right. December, December, December. S-E-M-B-E-R. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you're doing a nonprofit. You're trying to get out and speak all over the place. You, yes, you were talking today yes, about yes. how to get in front supporting of supporting women. Yeah, because I really think your story needs to be told. People need to, to hear the fact that, not only can you start again, but you can start over and over and over again. And over again. And right. over and, and over again. And over again. And if you notice, if you if you notice about my story, it, I started out small, but I kept on tripping. I kept on. It just it, it seemed as if no matter what I went through, I just kept on hitting a brick wall. And you're like, no way, this can't be happening to this person. Yes, it does happen, but each time it sets you up for a greater comeback. So each time I, I fell, I came back stronger and stronger. So it goes back to support the saying that what don't uh, um, break you will make you. Make and you so you make have you to decide. Strong. Yeah, yeah. And so each time I did fall, I came back stronger. But the key thing is, why is this happened to me and how can I repurpose this for my good? And most people just get stuck. They get stuck in that moment, and they allow the emotions of it, and they allow the trials of it to bury them versus we being rebirthed from them. So if people want to find out more about how to get in touch with you, get your book, get some coaching, or just follow you so they can get some words of right. inspiration when they need it, 
How do they do that? Okay, well, they can find me on my website. It's miobachi.com. That's M-E-O-B-A-C-H-I dot com. And I'm on Facebook at Miobachi. Also, uh, on my, you'll find me on um, Simone Blair Walker on Facebook as well. So Miyabachi. Oh, let me give my email. My my email address is sales at miyabachi dot com, and my telephone number is nine zero four seven three nine seven two five six. So Miyabachi, what is that? What is, you know, mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Mind, body, and spirit. Yes. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So, right. yeah. So, right now, actually, um, we're reshaping the site. So, um, the the ultimate goal is to create a platform that builds awareness and empower individuals with the resources and tools to better their lives. So, my goal is to live my best life. But while I'm doing that, I'm inspiring others to do the same and sharing whatever resources and information that I've gained along the way. So, when you're ready to do it, just Click to the site, and we can do it together. So tell me this. As we wrap up this segment here, I want you to kick out some pearls of wisdom, things you want to tell people to help them move on, get over mm. it, lose those friends, them energy vampires. Yes. What's, what's your yes. advice? Well, my, my advice is to let go, let God. Let, let go meaning forgive and forget, but also find a way to repurpose your life and your journey. Many times we get caught up into the why me and, and, and instead of why not me. And there's a reason gotcha. for it. Reshape what you have. Re- renew it. Re- you know, uh, Find a way and, and claim your life you want. Don't wait for somebody to give it to you. Go out and create the, your dreams. Dreams. Use your you. power that you have. Yes, create your dreams. Use your, your God-given power that, to, to say it your words. Your words are powerful. If you keep telling yourself, I can't do it, then you won't find a way to do it. If you start saying, I can do it, opportunities will present itself. People will come into your life and show you how to do it. All right, Miss Simone Blair Walker. I want to thank you for coming out, telling your story, and we have some work to do together. We have some work to do. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I'm ready. Are you ready? You sound ready, so I'm ready. Well thank you for coming out and I'll be in You're touch with you. Alright. Have a beautiful evening. Alright. So you heard it. How can I win? First you gotta know that you can win. So Mark Parham once again. Cat Builder Talk Radio Show. Hopefully you got some great information. On how to overcome obstacles because it's what we have to do in order to make it happen for us. So, as I say every week, I look forward to our next encounter. Thank you for joining us this evening on the Kappa Builder Talk radio show with your host, Mark E. Parham. It is our mission to provide you with the information you need to make educated decisions, decisions that will help you walk in your purpose. We are here every Monday evening starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildertalk. 
We hope you enjoy the show. <laughs> 